This show was first broadcast on Free FM, Hamilton, New Zealand's community access media organisation. For more information on our lineup of shows and the role we play in the media, visit freefm.org.nz. And you're listening to That's The Ticket. Now, as the host of a weekly podcast, I often consider myself very lucky. And by lucky, I mean that I get to meet and hear some pretty good stories from a range of cool, creative people. Uh, Today's no different in that sense, as I've got a pretty solid uh, storyteller uh, joining me in the studio today. Fellow podcast producer here at Free FM and uh, host of What's the Story Waikato, Gary Farrow is here for a cheeky crossover ep. Shall we call it that, Gary? Yeah, yeah, we'll call it that. <laughs> Kia ora, Hannah. Um, thanks for being here today, mate. Yeah, thanks for having me on. It's a bit different being on the other side of I the was desk. literally just about to say that and now I'm like, oh my gosh, I need to do good radio. But <laughs> <laughs> um, I hope it's like a nice break for you being on that side. Mm. If you want to swap, you know, after our first song and come come do the buttons, you're welcome to. <laughs> All good. Honestly, <laughs> I've got confidence in what you can do. You know, I, I work uploading your podcasts and stuff and <laughs> so, um, yeah, I'm familiar with it. So I feel in good... Good, uh, good company, good position. Okay, now we've just jinxed the entire show. No, I'm kidding. Um, what? <laughs> <laughs> thank you, Gary. I never thought about how Gary is the person who uploads all the podcasts. Yeah, well, I do. I do maybe a third of them. Right. Um, that's my role at Free FM. I'm the technician, which is kind of like Mini Mike. He is the um, he's the program director, and I'm uh, his assistant. Um, picking up the slack on um, on other other podcasts and also uploading shows that have been pre-recorded so that mm. they can be repeated or played first and then repeated during the week. Um, and with your show, I I upload that to the system so that it can have its repeat later in the week as well. Um, so yeah, so that's mostly what I do at Free FM. Uh, I it's it may sound boring, but I really like the. Um, working away on the technical production stuff yeah. on um, podcasts and making people sound as good as you know, as good as I can. And um, yeah, I say that when I'm interviewing people, I say I'm making you sound good, not just me, because I want to obviously make myself sound good on the podcast as well. Who knows? I might edit the <laughs> edit the heck out of this after. No, no, do it's it. Good. I dare you. Um, <laughs> And I guess with that, like, obviously you're uploading a third of the podcasts. Do you listen to them? Mostly I can read the waveforms. So oh, yeah. you get really technical. Yeah, so I can see where bits have been too loud or too quiet and where there has been a period of dead air mm. um, or anything like that. Often it'll be the case of, like, when people play a music track, it'll... Mm you'll see it just go boom and fill out the waveforms and it will be crazy compressed sound of basically lower quality than the spoken word. Mm. Um, So I 
you know, am gradually learning how to better and better even that out. Right. And um, relatively, relatively quickly because, um, yeah, we've we've only got so many hours yeah. um, to do this stuff. And a lot of podcasts. Yes, yes, a lot of podcasts. This is making me feel um, slightly nervous about some of the pre-recorded episodes I've supplied. <laughs> no, no. But then honestly, honestly, I mean, as we know... I'll, uh, majority of that's the ticket shows uh, for exhibit right now are live uh, from Free FM. I'm being beamed out across the world right now. Um, but yeah, often when I pre-record, I I, I always feel very safe because I, I just send it to Mike or I send it to Gary. Or I send it where it needs to go, and I'm just like, they got it. Which I don't know if that's the best attitude. Well, the thing is, we feel safe with you and the other hosts as mm. well. We know what content, what sort of content you're going to produce mm. um, from week to week. And we communicate with you as well about, you know, things that can be improved or ironed out or things like that with you and the rest of the, the hosts of shows on Free FM. So, you know, it's a it's a symbiotic relationship really between is. the volunteers and me and Mike um, mm. in the production room, as it were. The um, unsung heroes, as it were. <laughs> <laughs> and that's the thing. We don't mind not being at the front of things. Mm. Um, it's cool working on the technical stuff in the background and... Um, yeah, I mean, these microphones that, like I'm talking on right now, are relatively new ones, which yeah. Mike um, installed uh, a few weeks back. And we're always making little incremental changes like that. Uh, so it's exciting to us, but the changes may be minuscule to the hosts and to the listener. But yeah. we know that it's making the show better when it comes out um, on air or as a podcast and um, that it's yeah more enjoyable for the hosts as well as for the listeners. For sure. And I feel like that's a good little segue for me to talk about how if you're listening to this and you're listening to Gary right now and you're like, oh man, Gary and Mike and the Free FN team sound awesome and they sound like the sort of people who will help me get my idea for a podcast off the ground, then you're absolutely right. And, um, yeah, I was like that once. Now I'm almost three years into this, <laughs> yeah. the ticket. But if you're interested in, um, you know, getting on the mic, I highly recommend uh, visiting the Free FM website, contacting the team. You guys are always looking for content and that you're always happy to help. Mm, and a lot of people even literally walk into the office like and go... Like literally just walk in? They literally walk in and they go, hey, I've got this idea for a podcast. And uh, over the last year or so, we've got a good few people um, producing shows that way from them just walking in and saying, hey, do you think this could possibly be good? And we're like, oh my gosh, yes. Like, And, and we teach them how to do it. And Is that how your podcast happened? Um, for me, it's... Um, because I, 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 well, rewinding right back. Let's do it. Back in the day. Back in the day. <laughs> so at high school, I wanted to be a uh, journalist, a print journalist. That's so new, new. Yeah. Okay, love that. Yeah, and it's because I liked writing about uh, factual things, mm. so non-fiction, not false, but I liked to make creative stories with that content as a way of engaging people and 
you know, for them able to personify the people in the writing as real people and, you know, really sort of connect with it. And um, uh, so that's why I wanted to be a journalist because I thought, you know, I could write stories um, about real people doing real things. I also felt a, a degree of social responsibility in terms of people's knowledge of and understanding of all different cultures and social elements of their communities uh, and indeed the world. Uh, I remember when, it were, when I was Form 4, Year 10, um, that's when September 11 happened. Ooh. And uh, at my school, students um, from the Middle East... Uh, were getting bullied. Yeah. And I was just sitting there, little 13-year-old me, just sitting there thinking, this doesn't make sense. Why are these people being bullied because mm. of something which they have no involvement in at all? And then I started drilling into it and discovering, you know, the whole, the whole mesh of complexity around... 9-11 and the war in Afghanistan and mm. the Iraq war um, and that made me feel a real responsibility, um, an extra responsibility socially and culturally um, for what I was doing. Uh, at university I yeah, was just studying away um, at politics and media studies and I couldn't get into working with a newspaper but what I did in 2009 as I volunteered with BFM which is the student radio station at the University of Auckland yeah and yeah I volunteered on the news team and I thought all right I'm just going to be a news writer and within a month they wanted me to become a news reader and I'm like oh okay I never imagined myself being behind a microphone I don't like my voice I don't know how to talk I don't know how to string a sentence together um but they just dropped me in the deep end and I got onto it and I was reading the 10 o'clock, 11 o'clock and 12 o'clock news during the day and then eventually they're like, hey, we need someone to host our Wednesday current affairs show, The Wire. Do you want to do Wednesdays? And I'm like, okay, I'll do it. Yeah. So that was really quite an intense show that was coming into the office at half past six in the morning Ooh. and basically trying to get three or four interviews that were relevant that mm. day Crikey. Um, for the 12 o'clock show to go to air. And they would usually be live interviews. Um, so they would often be political or about stuff that had gone on in the community um, in central Auckland mostly. Uh, so that was great, a great challenge, but it became very natural in the end. And um, then after seven years volunteering there, yeah. I finally, I wanted to get into full-time work. I'd tried applying for so many jobs in Auckland. I applied at Hamilton News down mm -hmm. here. And within a day, I was offered the job. Oh, so good. And I was just like, oh, well, I'm moving city. <laughs> I'm changing my whole social background and I'm meeting new people and I'm working my first 40-hour-a-week uh, media job and let's go. Yeah. And I came down here and um, uh, pretty soon I had a phone call with Phil Gray, the station manager here, and um, we were sowing the seeds of me 
getting involved um, making a show. And I think the show WTS Waikato, which I host at the moment, is my third or fourth show that I've mm. done. I did one called The Coffee Room, one called Altered States, one called Hyperlocal. Yep. And then, yeah, now I'm on to WTS Waikato, which is um, more of a focused one about telling the stories of uh, cultures and social organisations in the Waikato that might not otherwise get that much coverage in the media. Mm. So um, I do all sorts of things with that. So in the end, it's come around full circle. My yeah. my maturation as a creative writer and a journalist and a speaker has all come around from the beginning of wanting to be a print journalist to wanting to save the world from the American empire, all the way back down to helping the community, mm. helping mesh the community together. And now I have all those skills from, what is it, 14 years in yeah. the media, uh, and I get to put it to use to help people in Kirikiriroa and the Waikato, which I think is pretty a pretty good deal. I mean, you know, as someone who's on the receiving end, a.k.a. someone who can listen to your podcast freely, just like you listeners, um, <laughs> like, it's it's a good story and I'm glad that this is where we ended up. I will say, as an origin story that had, you know, when's Marvel picking it up? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's pretty epic, actually. Yeah. Eh? But it feels, you know, I'm a very... I'm very modest in myself, um, hence I work as technician. Yeah. <laughs> That's my main job. Um, and I'm an introvert. Um, it's funny, eh, how so many journalists and creators are introverts who are desperate for an outlet just yeah, to yeah. channel their emotion and their their thoughts. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, journalism and the media gives that that um that avenue yeah i want to say that yeah i know i'm also an introvert i'm not who are we kidding <laughs> cannot pretend <laughs> but um i want to uh you know ask you some more questions about stories because i know you have a few but um i do want to take a break for a song because gary's been awesome and has provided me with some songs and uh, the first song I'm going to play is uh, Sugar Blind by Bitter Defeat, who I've actually had on That's the Ticket. Cool. <laughs> and um, I saved this for when we were on air instead of telling you beforehand, but I already had Sugar Blind on the playlist. Excellent. So we're just on the same page today, Gary. Absolutely. But uh, I believe it's featured on their new EP, which has just come out. Yes, it's um, the opening track on their new EP, which is called... Terrific Effort.
that was Sugar Blind uh, by Better Defeat from their new EP, Terrific Effort. But um, I have listened to the EP. I highly recommend everyone else out there, if you liked that track, um, look it up. It's on most major streaming services. If you want to be an absolute um, G, like buy it on Bandcamp. Yep. Support local music. we got some great um, local bands going on here. Absolutely. And I was just saying to Hannah that... Um, Pretty much the first band I cottoned onto when I moved to Hamilton in 2016 uh, was Ancient Tapes, of which Rob was a member, mm. who is now, he was the lead singer on that track, Sugar Blind. Um, so yeah, now he's with Better Defeat, and he's also the principal at my stepdaughter's school. So... And I like walk into school meetings and he's like, hey, thanks for buying our single. <laughs> and it's just, you know, really cool and chill and two degrees of separation. For sure. And I, I just want to take a moment to be like, shock, Gary, because often what happens on That's the Ticket is I'll have chats with guests like when we're off air and a song's playing and I'm like, I'm going to bring that um, that up when we come back on air. And you just did it. I didn't have to do it. <laughs> you were like, that was a cool story. I'm going to tell it. Yeah, yeah, cool as. But um, you're making my job very easy today. <laughs> I'm glad. But uh, for those of you just joining us, I've been talking to uh, today's special guest, Gary Farrow, and um, we were just getting started, I guess, on uh, your podcast, uh, WTS Waikato. What's the story, Waikato, I assume? Uh, yes, it used to be called WTF Waikato. This is what I was hoping you'd talk about, so please continue. Yeah, it used to be called WTF Waikato, but then uh, a lot of the uh, promo for it is done via Facebook, mm. and Facebook couldn't handle the acronym WTF yeah. being in the, in the text. And then we started making it into the graphics yeah, for, yeah, the, yeah. for the promos and then they couldn't even handle it in the graphics. We started superimposing people's heads in the way in the graphics so you could not even see that it said WTF, yeah. but they were still offended by that. Okay. Precious Facebook, eh? Precious Facebook, <laughs> I mean, such a lovely medium. Oh, don't um, get me started. Yeah. <laughs> but... Um, yeah, so that was WTF Waikato, which meant what the fringe Waikato. Okay, sorry, my mind went straight to the gutter, yeah. to the not safe for radio gutter. <laughs> and then, uh, yeah, so I changed it to WTS, um, which means what's the story Waikato, um, which I think is quite appropriate. It is, it is appropriate. And I'm not sure if you get asked this question all the time, but I'm still going to ask it. Obviously, you've been doing this podcast for, for a bit now, and... You obviously hear a lot of stories. Um, is there any one story that you've covered that kind of sticks out to you? There are a whole lot of good ones which I've done, actually. I had a peruse There's uh, a list, before guys. the show. <laughs> I had a peruse through the list because okay. it, it used to be two episodes a week. Um, yep. At the moment, it's uh, one episode a week because... Uh, Time. Two, yep. <laughs> there were so many. It was so hard to find um, enough quirky... Uh, social and cultural phenomena mm. that, at that rate to do shows about. So, um, but there's been a lot because it's been going over two years now. I think um, the one which really sticks with me was about urbex, urban explorers exploring abandoned places. Oh, I love this. Yes, and so they go into uh, 
abandoned places and mm. take photographs to try to document the history and the vibe of the place. And sometimes they may not be allowed in those places. Um, sometimes it may be semi-dangerous, but they create absolutely amazing images. So I had um, Hannah on to speak about that, another Hannah. Yeah, no, me, I'm not that cool. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and she has done uh, so many amazing photos, um, including down in the Hamilton Underground Railway Station, which is underneath Centre Place. Oh, yes. Yep, she's been down in there. How um, do you get down there? We don't need to have this chat on air, right? <laughs> yeah, I mean, you'd have to walk down the railway line, um, yeah, yeah, and yeah. that's obviously trespassing, so... And incredibly um, unsafe, so do not do that. Yeah. Listen. <laughs> yeah, you'd be pinned right against the wall if a train came through when you were down there. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, yeah, she's also been to... Um, uh, Tokanui, um, out by Kiki and Te Awamutu, mm. the um, old uh, mental hospital, which oh, yep. closed a long time ago. And a lot of people have a lot of emotional connections with that place. Mm. Uh, my parents-in-law actually worked there. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, so they were really fascinated to hear the story and see that imagery. Um, you know, things like the drawers still have the stickers on them saying what med medicine was yeah, kept yeah, yeah. in them. The um, electric shock therapy chairs are still in there. Um, the beds are still in there, the baths, um, everything like that. Yeah. It's uh, because it was just abandoned and yeah. they upped and left because mental hospitals weren't the, weren't the thing anymore that, that happens, um, understandably so. Rightly so. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, and she's taken pictures of heaps of places on, like, country properties, got permission to go onto country properties where they will have an old abandoned timber settlement just yeah. casually at the back of their farmland um, with the buildings, the shops, the houses, um, buses, cars, uh, mining equipment. Everything like that. So that was a really interesting episode that really, really stuck with me. Um, but I've had some other ones, such as Volcano Fest, which happened in Rotorua. Obsessed. Yeah. Volcano Fest was so cool. Uh, so it did was, you attend? Yeah. Uh, well, there was a volcanology conference happening, an international volcanology conference. Yeah. And uh, then there was Volcano Fest, which was a public aspect of it which people could attend and meet volcanologists right. and I met volcanologists from the Waikato mm. um, who have grown up with this fascination in volcanoes and stories of ash falling on their grandparents' roof in Te Awamutu and stuff like that from volcanoes yeah, and yeah, yeah. that just gave a real tangible idea of the connection that Waikato has with the central plateau and mm. what's going on further down the country. Um, so that was super, super cool. Yeah. Um, I've also spoken with um, uh, the Deep Dive Division, which oh, yes. uh, dive in the Waikato River and retrieve rubbish. I watch these guys on, is either Instagram or TikTok? Yeah, they're on Instagram and TikTok, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And all, all the crazy stuff they pull out of the river. Yeah. A lot of which is lime scooters. Yes, yeah, yeah. Um, but they also found a graveyard of dozens upon dozens of cars. Yes, yes, yes. Which had just been dumped off a bank yeah. into the river over a period of time. And we're talking within the last couple 
couple of years mm. um, this was found. And n now the deep dive division has had connections with uh, Hamilton City Council and Waikato Regional Council to actually be able to get those cars removed, yeah. which is huge considering, I mean, they'll have gasoline in them and mm. they won't be good to be in the, in the river at all. No, but it'll be a bit of a mess to get them out. But yeah. I mean, excellent highlights, Yeah. firstly. Um, I'm sure there's people listening right now who are now going to want to back listen yeah. <laughs> to watch the story, uh, which is available on... All major podcasting platforms? Yeah, all podcasting platforms. Spotify, Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, and of course, accessmedia.nz, mm. um, and the Access Media app as well. There we go. But how do you find these people? Kind of, um, some of it is word of mouth. Right. Some of it is people giving me these interesting um, tip-offs. But it's also interesting just to look on Event Finder and find things which people have an interest in. Yeah. And uh, you, you might not realise that there is a whole culture in itself mm. around that hobby or interest. Um, and then you can go looking on Facebook and you can find groups. Um, like there's a good 12,000 strong group, I think, of urban explorers yeah. uh, from all over the country. And I just went on there and asked, um, yeah, is there anybody from the Waikato? And then I found connections. So um, it's, you know, Facebook is a double-edged sword and yes. that, that's, that's the good side of it. Um, I've also done ones about Franklin Farm Sanctuary, which... Um, liberates chickens, yep. um, not illegally, but chickens which have re re reached the end of their egg-laying life mm. and are going to be sent off to slaughter, yeah. um, they instead get sent to Franklin Farm Sanctuary. Um, so that's another one I found out about on um, on Facebook. And it's it's really cool just messaging the people and finding out that oh, wow, I didn't know people were actually interested in what I do. Yeah, And yeah, it, yeah. people actually wanted to hear about my story. This happens on That's the Ticket as well. When you Often I'll ask people and they'll be like, I don't think I'm going to be interesting. And I'm like, it's not about whether or not you think I'm... In, you think you're interesting. It's about if you care about what you're talking about, then it's going to be interesting. It's going to be compelling because you're invested in it so other people will feel invested in it too, if mm, that makes sense. Exactly. And I don't write my questions or anything when I interview people. I just let my curiosity loose. Yeah. Because I just think people hearing on the radio about urban explorers, for example, will mm. instantly be curious. Yeah. And I just ask the same questions that the listeners would ask yeah. listening to the radio or podcast. Um and that's super fun because it lets them explore and explain uh, so many aspects of what they do, what their hobby is, um, which they do often for their own personal satisfaction. But they don't realise that there are probably a lot of other people out there who would be uh, interested in taking part as well. For um, sure. And uh, that's what we hope to do with WTS as well is to... Uh, encourage um, organisations to make their own podcast mm. um, once they hear their um, their hobby embellished on air. <laughs> exactly. And you mentioned um, earlier in the show today that you started out used to do two episodes a week, mm. but now you're down to one? 
Yes, yes, that's right. What what day do your episodes do your episodes air? My episodes go to air on Fridays at four pm, and mm. they repeat on Sundays at four thirty pm. Um, I've already got my episode in the can for this week, which is about Know Your Stuff. Know Your Stuff? Uh, yes, it's a service which um, you can go to. If you're taking recreational drugs mm. and you, uh, you're worried about your safety doing that, you can take them to the Know Your Stuff service. Oh, yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, they can help identify. Um, and with no judgment if it's yeah. an illegal substance which you're using. Um, obviously, they will present you with all the information, all of the risks, but also all of the options. Mm. And, um, uh, yeah, so that was a really interesting interview um, with a uh, chemistry major and uh, studying for her PhD at Waikato University. Okay. Um, so, yeah, she's right into her... Yeah, for sure. ...science, nerdism. <laughs> nerdism, yeah. And being able to apply that to helping people directly yeah. in their everyday lives um, is is amazing. It's, and it's a win-win for sure. Yeah, and it's really cool giving out that story. And that group has... 900 volunteers and still need more so that's the thing it's great giving them a voice for sure and um actually i'm gonna take a break now and uh give one of my people a voice i don't know if you're familiar with the segment on that's the ticket but it's time for rick's pick Mm -hmm. um gary probably is because he's probably listened to one episode of that's the ticket but basically i have an uncle rick he's a great listener of radio great listener of music and when he found out i was starting that's the ticket here on free fm he was like okay i'm gonna give you a list and every week we can play rick's pick and every week we have and i like to try and make them go on theme and because the list is huge usually i can find something that links and uh I don't know if this is my best link, but um, it's, a, it's a pretty good song. Uh, it's called So What's New by Peggy Lee. Because I assume in your time as a journalist and as someone who deals with stories, uh, So What's New is potentially something you may have been asked in your life. Pretty much every time I come home from working in the media, it's like, so what's new? What's happening in the world? There we go. <laughs> the perfect pick, Uncle Rick. Um, this one's for you, mate. So tell me, babe, what's new? And how's the scene with you? Gee, it's good to see you, babe. Yeah, I missed you so. How you never know. And you've been gone just too long now So tell me, babe, what's new? You're glad to see me too Hey, my world is spinning Now I know I'm winning You stay home now Don't ever roam now And I'll say, babe, it's so good to see you
skin on all over my face you lit up the place and you've been gone just too long now tell me babe what's new you're glad to see me too So Gary, what's new? <laughs> <laughs> that was um, a reference to this week's Rex pick. We just played uh, Peggy Lee's So What's New. Very on theme, Uncle Rick. Great yep, pick this absolutely. week. Absolutely. That was great. And funnily enough, I always have an awkward answer to that question when people ask it when I get home or when I leave work or whatever. And it's like, oh, I can't remember. I've clocked out. <laughs> like, it literally parks it at the back of my brain and, yeah... Um, but then, of course, I'll wake up at 1.30am and be like, thinking about some new story and about different ways that I can approach it. Okay. Um, love that for your sleep schedule, Gary. <laughs> yeah. Do you, are you the notebook, like, the notebook so you can write it down? Uh, into my phone sometimes, yeah. Okay. Sometimes I do that. Um, but, yeah, there, are, there would be a lot of magical ideas that have been lost which yeah. which I thought of in the middle of the night and was sure that you'd remember. I would I would remember. Um, but yeah. No, I I feel like I have a bit of that too. Um, my day job, I do a lot of writing, and um, sometimes I like to you know include puns or topical puns or something like that. Oh my gosh, I think I, I'm I'm bad at puns, and every now and then I'll be like, oh my gosh, that is a game-changing, world-changing pun, yeah. and I'm never going to forget it, and then it's gone. Yeah, it's that, gone into the ether for eternity. It, it, it'll happen. I'll just be like making dinner or whatever, and then I'm like, oh yeah, I'll remember that for tomorrow when I'm writing about this, and then tomorrow comes and I'm like, <laughs> it's gone. Um, but you know, we, we live, we laugh, we love, we move on. <laughs> but, um, you know, I've been getting the skinny on, you know, uh, your podcast right now and what you've been up to. And now I want to be a bit cheeky and ask uh, if there's anything else that you're going to be up to. Any kind of creative project or new project in the future that you've got in the books and that you can talk about. It's okay if you can't. I can't talk about it, but um, Free FM is diversifying our content mediums in the future, I guess. That's nothing to go on, Gary, but I appreciate, <laughs> I appreciate the, the, the clue there. Yeah, but we've got some, we've got some great stuff coming up, so... Okay. Um, we're going to be getting our heads together and working on that because the world is always changing and at the moment we have a situation where um, podcasts uh, of all ilk um, are slowly being sort of um, uh, taken over by YouTube. Mm. Uh, people are a lot more into audiovisual content. That's a lot yeah. more of a grabber for people. And um, it's good for everybody to be able to keep up with that and be able to fit into that niche um, because, uh, yeah, as much as the entire world, pretty much anybody who has the ability to listen to podcasts will listen to at least one of some shape or form. Mm. Um, it's the new 
uh, it's the new mainstream, really. It's, yeah. It's radio now. Yeah. I, w- I was about to say it's the new radio. Yeah. Even though it technically kind of is radio. Like, yeah. Yeah. It's, it's a weird vibe. Yeah. And radio is amazing. It can... It'll never go out of fashion. Um, mm. It's the most immediate and engaging form of media. And when you listen to it in the car, it's you with the yeah. host and that's it. Yeah. And you're listening to their thoughts on whatever's going on or about the music that they're playing. Um, but just think with podcasts, you can binge for you could drive from Hamilton to Wellington listening to episode after episode after episode of the same podcast and never get tired of it. Yeah. And so it's basically um radio on demand. Yeah. Um so it it is it isn't just the future, it is now. Yeah. And um yeah, if the um if podcasting is going to uh, develop further, uh we need to develop with it. Okay. Um, definitely intrigued. Can't wait to get uh, more info on that once it's public. And um, I guess to kind of one last question for you, because you've been such good value, is I want to ask you if you have any advice for uh, other aspiring podcasters out there. If you have an idea for a podcast, then you already have a podcast. Words to live by. Yeah. You have an idea, you have the podcast. Come in. Talk to us at Free FM, 214 Collingwood Street, Hamilton Lake, um, or give us a call or email us, uh, info at freefm.org.nz. Uh, go check out the freefm.org.nz website for um, any information to get a taster of the uh, other um, content which we, which we have. Um, and honestly, we'll help you make your podcast a reality. Uh, it's our jobs. Um, yeah, and we want uh, all the voices in the community um, who want to be represented um, on the radio and via podcast um, to be able to have that avenue. Um, yeah, whatever language you are, um, whatever background you are, however controversial um, what you're talking about could be, um, uh, whether you abide by conspiracy theories or you're vehemently against conspiracy theories or uh, whatever side of the political spectrum you're on. Uh, yeah, we want you on yeah. here on Free FM 89.0 and uh, on the podcasting platforms. Um, please, please approach us. Um, we are just as chill as we have sounded in this conversation. Yeah. Like, honestly, just walk on in and we will be super happy to have you and to um, have a good long um, talk about what you can do. Um, we'll teach, we've got all the equipment here to produce the shows. Um, and if you want to record it at home, we've even got um, connections by which you could get um, uh, get affordable hardware to, to do that as well and then upload it to Dropbox and then we can put it on the radio from here. Like, honestly, it's so flexible. Yeah, I can vouch for that. Um, did a lot of pre-recording in the old lockdown days. And oh, yeah. Oh, it was wild. The <laughs> app, I can't remember what the app's called. Oh, um... Vox Pop. Yes. We had the, oh, we still have the app yeah, called yeah, Vox yeah. Pop. Incredible. We, yeah, which you can literally record a spoken word show into your phone. Mm. Um, you can put p- 
pillows around yourself to yep. help with the acoustics. Yep. Like honestly, pillows, that does the job. Does the job. And uh, yeah, tell us what songs you want to um, insert throughout your show. Uh, and we'll we'll make it happen. Mm. Um, of course, it is really really fun to see people in here in the studio, um, particularly after the peak of COVID. Yeah. Um, to actually be able to, yeah, offer someone a coffee and have yeah. a chat and it, it hit different coming back. I remember being like, this is easier to just sit and talk. But I'm like, do I still remember how to do it? But I can say it's just like riding a bike and. Um, Operating the gear is um, easier than you would expect. It looks really impressive and cool, but Free FM have it set up so you just like, you know, do a button, do a fade, and you're good to go. Absolutely. Well, I mean, you're sitting here, Hannah, with I don't know how many faders in front of you, 15 faders or yeah. something, but you're only using three of them, yeah. one of which is for the music and two of which are for our microphones. I know. it's it's <laughs> Anyone can do it. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, all of the technology is set up so that you can just um, walk in and record or mm. present. Uh, so, yeah, I just want, yeah, people to, to feel comfortable with, with coming in and... Um, like honestly, you can walk into my and Mike's office, sit down, and pitch your podcast idea, and um, uh, yeah, we'll uh, we'll give you a voice. Um, share your voice, team. Seriously, and um, I'm just going to share mine for a little bit longer. And Gary, you're welcome to chime in at any point on this last segment, which is upcoming events. Mm-hmm. Uh, in no particular order, here's uh, some of the cool things happening in Kirikiriroa. Uh, tomorrow night, on the 15th of March, The Meteor have some comedy coming their way with Ray O'Leary, Everything Funny, All the Time, Always. Bit of a title there. Uh, that's running from 7.30pm and tickets are available now at themeteor.co.nz. And then uh, last week, uh, I was lucky uh, enough to catch up with some of the cast of Hamilton Playbox's upcoming production of Calendar Girls. And uh, that's opening at Rivoli Theatre uh, at the end of this week. It's running from the 18th of March to the 1st of April. There are 7.30pm shows and a couple of 2pm uh, matinees. Uh, tickets are available uh, via iTicket. And uh, while we're actually on the topic of Rivoli Theatre, I'd like to flag that Hamilton Musical Theatre have very recently opened auditions for Hairspray the Musical. Auditions are running on the 1st and 2nd of April and there will be an audition information evening, uh, oh, afternoon tea, sorry, at Rivoli Theatre on the 25th of March at 2pm. Get more info at hamiltonmusicaltheatre.co.nz. And uh, then lastly, I don't know if this counts as a local gig. Gary, you can probably um, chime in on this, mm-hmm. but uh, Kimbra, she's coming back to Kirikiriroa. So she's born in Hamilton. Kimbra's coming home to play a gig at the factory on the 31st of March with support from Georgia Lines and tickets are available now via Ticket Ferry. Does it count as a as a local band if you haven't been local for ages? I absolutely think it counts. Um, Kimbra still identifies with Kiri Kiriroa. Mm. Um, we still identify with her and... Um, hold her close um, you know and enjoy her content and we play it on free FM plenty you sure and, do I mean most radio stations around here are playing it and um, giving acknowledgement to her um, she's had involvement with uh, I can't remember if it was WinTech or the University of Waikato yeah. where she had sort of a um, 
uh, not a residency, but, but kind of like that. Yeah, eh? yeah, yeah, kind of like an involvement in um, a, a program for music students. Mm. Um, so that shows how much of a connection she has. And in fact, I heard um, Kelly talking about this on the free breakfast this morning with Ivan, mm. and. Um, it's a shame that the gig is R18 rather than all oh, ages. I didn't realise it was R18, yeah. but that makes sense because it's at the factory. Yeah, 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 but honestly, if it was all ages, I would have taken my seven-year-old um, yeah. for her first big gig that would be a to good one. see a Hamilton artist mm. who has gone huge overseas performing in a venue here in Kitty Kitty Doa. I just thought that would be such a super cool um, show to take her mm. to. So, yes, I do think um, I think that counts as a Hamilton gig for sure. And, um, yeah, I might get along to that if um, I can find enough hours in the day. Yeah, I reckon you should, Gary. And, uh, Kimber, if you're listening, you're welcome to come do a pre-gig interview on That's the Ticket. Please. Got to cover all the bases. Please, yes. You could even do, a, a like, a matinee performance at Navarra Lounge or something Yo. that we can take our kids too yep. and they can grow up remembering like of their hero Kimbra <laughs> it has to happen now because we've talked about it on that's the ticket but um <laughs> thanks so much for coming on the show today Gary I've had a blast thanks heaps yeah it's been really fun thanks for having me oh anytime I feel like you know we should do this more often I feel like we've only touched the surface to be honest yeah there's plenty we could <laughs> we could have talked plenty couldn't we but um, it's 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 okay. I'll make time. We'll make time. Mm-hmm. I'll cross over onto your podcast. No, <laughs> I, don't, I don't think I've I've got quite the story for that yet. But we'll see. But um, I'm gonna play us out with another song of Gary's choosing. It's called uh, it's called Time and Space by Bird Machine. Why this song, may I ask? Uh, they're another Hamilton band mm. um, who I interviewed on um, the free breakfast, the Wednesday free breakfast, and I have the, had them in here at these microphones um, performing live. Oh, I love um, that. They're sort of a folk uh, shoegaze duo, um, and their husband and wife uh, their names are Luke and Jenna. Right. And they have just some great harmonies and some great um, some great haunting, stirring music that they create. Um, they had their album release, uh, self-titled album, mm. um, a few weeks back. Oh, nice. And they um, had the gig at um, Last Place, I think. Oh, yes, yep. Yeah, which I haven't been to yet, but I hear is super it cool. It seems up your street. Yeah, <laughs> but I don't know. I, I really like um, yeah heaps of venues in Hamilton. You know, yeah. you've got the Meteor, you've got Navarra Lounge, you've got the Factory, um, and you've got all the places on Victoria Street with yeah. um, Take yeah, your people pick, playing. Take your pick, honestly. Yeah. Yeah. Just walk down the street on a Friday or Saturday night and you'll find a local band and fall in love with it. That's how it works. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. So, yep, um, Bird Machine. Time and space. Oh, well, thanks for uh, spending uh, some time in this time and space. <laughs> and uh, I'll be back next Tuesday with a fresh episode. Matewa etifano.
Thanks for listening to this Free FM podcast. If you want to hear more content like this, you can support Free FM via Patreon. Head to patreon.com/freefm89 to find out more.